0: we are live with the first episode of our podcast um this is tim charlie and then we got kenji on the other end right yeah all right sweet all right so we are two races into the season um and then we've got australia coming up this weekend so we can talk about what's happened the last two race weekends and then our expectations for um this weekend and then we can talk about our rest of the season expectations in a episode next week or so all
1: right that sounds good sounds so good yeah
0: does someone want to start with their thoughts on i guess we can start with like bahrain and going into that weekend well
2: i mean i I think just generally, like you know, Red Bull has come out of the game really strong. I think I think that's been really obvious. I might as well get out of the way first, right? Like it's a, Red Bull has just been the clear front runner in the championship, and in all of these races, they've just been like 20, 30 seconds ahead. I think in like Bahrain, Verstappen won, but Max won by like 38 seconds. So obviously, Red Bull has been the front runner. Um, And Aston Martin, I think in these first two races has come up really impressively. Um, You know, they've been beating Ferrari in some of these races, picking up a lot of points. So yeah, they've had a really strong start to the season.
1: Yeah, I mean Red Bull looks like unstoppable. I've seen stuff like Hamilton saying, and I know Hamilton kind of like overhype stuff, but he's—I don't—I don't think anyone's gonna catch them. And honestly, if if, n- if there's no like weird race, they they'll probably win every race this season. I don't I don't see anyone beating them. Uh, yeah, I mean Aston Martin is an interesting one. I don't know if they'll finish P two in the constructors, but it's definitely an interesting start. Uh, I guess just like really the battle for third is what will be interesting for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we see uh, I mean, Aston Martin's a threat, but it really seems like Alonzo's the one that's carrying them. Like, Lance Stroll was only able to finish sixth, and then he didn't finish at all in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Um, and then after that, there's not really anyone. Uh, Max beat uh, the third place Alonso by 38 seconds um, and then everyone else by almost more than 60 and then same for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix but with Perez um, but I do think that Aston Martin can can get second but also we saw Mercedes last year even like make a break for it um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see some major growth from them with Hamilton and Russell especially in like the second second stretch of the season
1: yeah i mean uh, ferrari's looked pretty bad or at least leclerc i mean what does he have like
2: i mean ferrari has always been kind of like the laughing stock of the paddock right i mean so if i had to choose between Ferrari and Aston Martin for second in the constructors I would have to go with Aston Martin but the question the wild card is I think this season is you know how strong can Mercedes become Mercedes we've seen they've sometimes they've had a poor start to the season but we've always seen them rebound as we go throughout the season you know back in 2018 and 2017 Mercedes started poorly, but as the season went on, you know, it was just blah, really. It always seems to get whatever advantage they had at the start of the season, like last year. Um, yeah. The huge advantage they built over Red Bull at the start. So, yeah, I think the wild card here is this Mercedes, and that will determine the, the race for a second.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, obviously they won, what was it, Brazil last year. And then... They're level on points with Aston right now, because Stroll retired from Jetta, but it definitely looks like um, Aston has more pace right now, but, you know, Mercedes has better driver, or a better team of drivers, probably. I, I think Stroll is honestly a little bit underrated, like, I think people hate on him more than he deserves, but he's not... Anywhere near Russell or uh, Lewis, so.
0: Yeah, and back to Ferrari, I mean, they are looking even worse than they did last year. I mean, last year they w- went 1-2 in Bahrain, and then a double podium in Saudi Arabia. And this year, Leclerc has, looks like he has six points, and then F- Sainz has, uh, Sainz has 20 so like in the first two races they weren't even able to get as many as they did in one last year, so I don't expect anything from them. I mean I'm, I'm always hoping that Ferrari has a decent season because I don't hate them as a team, but like it's just a trend of them, like just being the laughing stock, as you said, like they've just always struggled to, like put it together in the end.
1: Yeah, I mean they were sixth and fifth, and Leclerc was closer to Acon than the Mercedes, so, I mean, maybe, it
2: seems, sorry, Charlie,
1: no, you you can go,
2: yeah, it seems like Ferrari, like, in the last few seasons, has always just been, like, that one thing away from the championship, last year, it was just, you know, the consistency, like, we saw their pace at the start of the season, and this year, I think, it's just, well, I don't know actually, because this year it seems like they're lacking both the pace and the reliability. We uh, saw with Leclerc having to replace his engine in the, fir- or in the second race of the season, and you know all the mishaps that went on in Saudi with his engine giving up, the reliability problems, and they've just not been on the pace this year with compared to Red Bull and Aston. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess with the be interesting to see what they, what Ferrari and Mercedes do, because you look at Aston and how they basically just kind of took the main stuff from Red Bull and put their spin on it, and they're faster as of right now. And you, but you know, Mercedes seems pretty committed to the like no sidepod thing right now, and the same thing for Ferrari. So I think either they're gonna have to figure out how to make those work or they might uh, have to switch to the Red Bull approach or else another team like Alpine or something could hop in front of them as well
0: yeah and then also just talking about Alpine I'm kind of I'm like pleasantly surprised with how they're doing I wasn't expecting them to do well, even though, like, Gasly, I'd say he's a he's a pretty good driver, just in general. Um, but, like, uh, I think Charlie at the start of the season was saying that he was expecting them to just be, like, terrible. But they've had point finishes in both races. And then uh, in Saudi Arabia, they had a double point finish in 8th and ninth, uh, Aachen and Gasly respectively. Um, so I'm kind of gonna like look at them as sort of like a sleeper just like midfield team maybe they can make a run for like fourth in the standings if uh ferrari or ferrari has just a terrible season or if aston martin somehow falls off the pace but uh other than that i think red bull and mercedes um i'm hoping aston martin can take the second constructor's spot but uh i mean we already see mercedes is kind of catching up to um alonso um, which I don't like Mercedes, but I wouldn't be surprised if they take the second spot.
2: Just going off of that idea of Alpine being the underdog this season, yeah, I think Alpine is really being slept on. Like We shouldn't forget that both Alcon and Gasly have won races like in their careers, and obviously like that's a really strong foundation to build off of. I don't foresee them getting higher than fifth right now, unless any of the top four teams, like, really fall off the pace, um, like you mentioned, Tim. Um, I don't see them, I don't see Alpine getting higher than fifth, but I think, yeah, definitely, they have a strong foundation for going on this season and into the future.
1: Yeah, I think, I don't think they can contend with the top four, but I think kind of what them and McLaren were doing last year, I think they they'll kind of just secure that by themselves. I mean, Gasly – I think Gasly started last in Bahrain, and he got points. And then Acon had the whole, like, penalty thing in Bahrain. And then they both scored in Jeddah. So, they're definitely the best, like, midfield team, best of the rest. Kind of. Um, I guess we want to keep going down the table, Alfa Romeo. Um, I don't really – I think Bates got points at Bahrain, isn't it?
0: Uh, Yeah, he got P8 in Bahrain, um, but then he was a lap back in Saudi Arabia.
2: What happened with in Saudi? Does anyone know? It seems a bit low for him.
1: I couldn't really watch almost any of the race I watched a little bit and then the highlights but I know like what happened to Mac- the McLarens and stuff but looks like it you've got it yeah I've got it I've
0: got it pull uh, pulled up right here um, it says that he um, said that he sustained early damage in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix he started in fourteenth, then he was a minute down by the end of the race on the person in seventeenth, uh, Lando. Um, so I don't know. It says floor damage as well, so something happened at the start of the race. I don't remember what it was.
1: Yeah, and Joe, uh, let's see. I oh don't know. I I thought he was all right last year. I think. We'll see if he Bahrain he got mm, So Bahrain he got sixteenth. Not much better in Saudi Arabia, so but that card looks like it has some potential. It's probably the closest to Alpine right now. It looks pretty cool, too. <coughs>
0: yeah, and then we've got Alphatari and Williams. Um, I mean, they're not really doing anything. They're just kind of, like...
1: Uh, I think a lot of people expected them to be at the back. Yeah. But I think Sonoda's got an 11th both races. Yeah, he has. And the Williams, or Albon got a point, right?
0: Uh, Bahrain. Let me see. Uh, Yeah, oh. Albon, Albon got P10 in Bahrain.
1: And then Sargent's looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Or I'm happy about that too. I mean, uh, he's an American.
1: DeVries. Uh,
2: DeVries, yeah. It's been a massive disappointment, I'll be honest. Like, seeing what he's done in the F1's like sister series, if you might call him that, like with Formula E and everything like that. And just seeing him at the back of the pack. I know it's the second race where we've only had two races, but, you know, just seeing the way he's performed this year, I'll just say it's been a bit disappointing, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I saw something about him being in, like, a lawsuit where he, like, it was weird. Some, like, Dutch banker gave gave him a loan of, like, a quarter of a million dollars. But if he didn't make it into F1 after... 2023 or 2022 he'd get like half of his career earnings and so he's saying like oh well i did make it before 2023 because i did that one race last year or something i don't know does that look right yeah he took out a
0: quarter million uh loan uh to secure an f2 seat in 2018 Um, and then it said that he paid 190,000 in interest, but, uh, he didn't have an F1 deal in 2022. So it says because he did not have an F1 deal in place for 2022, he was under the assumption that he, that the loan would be written off as per the agreement. Um, and that the loan would be waived if he was not an F1 driver. Um, I don't know. It just looks like messy, like just very critical.
1: I don't know if it jeopardizes his seat or not, but uh surely Red Bull have some other dudes that they wanna give a shot, I know like Liam Lawson and just trying to think of the people from the f one game, but
0: it would be cool if they give Ricardo another shot, but I know that's not gonna happen, <laughs> okay, and then I guess finally. Uh, we have the orange tractor, the McLaren, uh, Piastri and Norris. I was, I mean, I don't know. I'm just disappointed. I watched the first race and they were, let's see, yeah, Lando finished two laps down. <laughs> Piastri didn't even finish, Jeez, and then the second race, uh, Piastri was 85 seconds down and Lando was 86th, last other than Bottas who had the issues. So it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of embarrassing like I really wish that they could do better but I mean like it seems like they have the talent I don't know if Piastri will prove himself but Norris already
1: has in spurts um I don't know it's just disappointing yeah I mean I don't know it is disappointing uh, as a m- I like McLaren is my th- team I like but you could kind of see it last year where they they didn't like Lando would drag the car up in qualifying. Though sometimes he'd get it as high as like P four, and obviously that was not sustainable. But it's even like w- seems even worse this year. Like Lando would got it to like eleven at Bahrain, and he Piastri got into Q three, I think, at Jeddah, and they're just nowhere in, in the race really. But I think I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just sad.
2: It seems like the Mercedes engine has just been part of the reason why they've been like such a bad such so uncompetitive this year. I was looking at like the data for um, what we got on Friday and they're losing a lot of time in the straights. Like they're losing almost like a second on the straights. Um, And I think that's just been a problem especially lately with the Mercedes engine Um, you know teams like Red Bull and you know Ferrari have just been so much stronger than the Mercedes engine, especially with Honda um, with Red Bull. I think Honda has been part of the reason why Red Bull has been so strong lately. Um, so if Mercedes can sort out the engine issues and McLaren is able to build on what they have regarding the chassis, like they can start to become more competitive again. But until that happens, I see them being the bottom rung of the ladder, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I, I think in Jeddah, I think Gasly hit um, Piastri and broke his wing, and then Lando ran over his wing. It was just a, so they both had to pit, and like it was just kind of unlucky. But still, you can see they're like they weren't gonna get anywhere anyway. Like, they're they get. Bahrain Norris was stuck behind the Williams on the straights like and then Sargent passed him I think it's just yeah it's just not good I don't I think they were saying like Baku is when they're gonna try and bring a bunch of upgrades or maybe after Baku I don't know Baku is the next race after Australia but Yeah, it's just, it's a disappointment. I think they, like, I think Norris is very talented. I think he could probably win a championship if he got the right car, so, yeah, it's just kind of sad.
0: Yeah, all right, were there any other, I guess, comments or things you all saw about the first two races, or? Can we get on to Melbourne?
1: I'm good. got
0: anything? I think we've hit
2: on, like, everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Can't think of anything else. Yeah, me neither. So, we've already had two uh, practices for the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, The first one, it was uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Perez, Alonso. And then the second one, we had Alonso Leclerc. Verstappen, in Russell in the top four. Um, I mean, like, we know the practices don't really tell us how the race is going to be, um, but I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe there could be a fight for a win this week, but I know that that is, like, the Red Bull is just so far ahead. Um,
2: yeah, I think as long as Red Bull don't face, like, any... If they don't crash um, or if they don't have reliability pumps. To be fair, they did have some reliability pumps in Jet. We um, saw Verstappen having that weird issue with I think it was the drive shaft. Terra's having some reliability issues too, reporting some over the radio. Um, as long as those don't affect Red Bull, though, I think they're basically a shoe in for the win. Um, I think it's basically a certainty that Verstappen will take it again. Um, we've seen some issues, though, with Red Bull. Um, especially of the wet weather and everything like that, Verstappen reporting some issues regarding the setup. Do you guys think that that will have any impact on the race or do you think it will just be worked out?
1: I, I feel like Verstappen's always saying something that gets your hopes up, like there might be an issue, but nothing really comes of it. I mean, we saw him start wherever he started last time and, I mean when I s- turned on the race it was like lap twenty five and he was already like in second by far, so um we'll see if Perez can challenge him. So Perez didn't look very good in Bahrain, uh, compared to Max, but he held him at about six seconds distance for the last fifteen laps or so at Jeddah, so Hopefully he can give him a little battle. Got the, the Instagram bots following me. He's...
2: I'll be honest, I don't see Teres like challenging this happen, um over the over the season. Maybe over a race, yeah, like we saw in Bahrain, Teres was able to fight Rastapin like really well, growing press, but. I guess with Verstappen starting in, God, what was it, like 14th or 12th or something like that, um, it was kind of an unfair fight from the beginning, right? So over one race, yeah, maybe Verstappen can take the fight from Verstappen, but over the season, I think Verstappen is still the dominant driver by far, especially considering Red Bull's power dynamics.
0: Yeah, it's sort of a, I guess it's sort of a Hamilton-Bottas situation. Like, Bottas, at times, he would show, like, sparks of, like, really good driving. But Hamilton was just clearly the better driver by far. And also, like, kind of, like, Max is Red Bull's golden boy. Like, I mean, Perez is an amazing driver, but Max is their favorite, I'd say. And he's also, like, uh, he's, he's probably the best driver on the grid, like, by far. Um, w- in the best car in the grid. Um, so, like, those two together, like, I don't think anyone's going to be able to challenge him, although I wish someone could.
1: Yeah, I don't... It it looks like it's going to be a dry race, even though apparently FP2 is wet. Uh, I don't... We'll see, I think, uh... Qualifying will probably – I mean, we've seen Ferrari get up there and qualifying a couple times uh, and Aston. So qualifying will probably be interesting. I've heard there's, like, a fourth DRS zone at Melbourne this year. Um, we'll see if that plays any part. I, I don't know if it will, but I think that track in general, it's just a little – Tricky, even with the like relay or new layout.
0: Yeah, so I guess uh, we could make like predictions about the race, like who we think the podium's going to be. uh like we could talk about who might be a like a good person to watch. Um, so I guess I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with. I think it's gonna be another Red Bull one too. Uh, and then I'd say I I wouldn't be surprised to see a Mercedes sneak into that uh, podium this weekend. Um, like maybe Hamilton. I don't know. I'll go with Verstappen, Perez, Hamilton, which is kind of boring, but like it's very like so that's. I feel like that's what we're going to see a lot this week or this year. Either that or uh, the two Red Bulls with Alonso. Yeah,
2: I think Verstappen and Perez are basically um, just the favorites for one, another one, two, just based on how Red Bull has been so dominant this season. I think, honestly, over Alonso and the Mercedes, I would take Alonso. Just, just seeing the taste he's had this weekend um, over the first two practice sessions and yeah i know the second practice was wet but obviously the alpines or not the alpines the aston martins have showed some really great downforce and that's kind of the reason why they've been able to perform so exceptionally um in wet conditions and i think they'll be able to translate that over to dry conditions um considering the layout of melbourne and how it's pretty Downforce, yes. You know, it, it really favors downforce, um, so I think, like I said, I'd take Alonso for the last spot on the podium over the two Mercedes.
1: Yeah, I think I, I'd agree with you, Kenji. Uh, Alonso. I mean, he got I, he got a lap in, I think, before it started raining to top the session, but he still clearly like has a lot of experience and quickness at this track. I think last year didn't if I'm remembering correctly, he like almost there was on like two purple sectors in Q three in the Alpine and then crashed in qualifying. But so he clearly like knows how to put in a good lap around this track. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets on the front row to start maybe. Um I think Ferrari might do better than Mercedes this weekend. I remember last, last year they – I think they got a 1-2 at Melbourne. So, um, yeah, I'll go Alonso with it and then maybe, like, a, a sleeper pick. I think Sonoda will get points. I mean, he's gotten just outside both times. So, he's clearly, like – I think he knows his seat is kind of on the line and is showing his stuff, so.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to want to look at Alpine this weekend. I th- I think that they'll just be an interesting team to watch throughout the season, but I want to see if they have the consistency that they did in the first two races, maybe see a double-point finish between uh, Gasly and Aachen. maybe just like 8th, 9th, 8th, 10th, 9th, 10th, but um, I don't know. I mean, they're not really... Uh, I don't know, I just hope that they uh, do well. So I'm just going to be watching them this weekend. Um, and then also, let's see. I mean, I guess, I mean, Sunoda is also going to be a sleeper, like Charlie said. He's performing well, or has been. But, uh, yeah, i just say the Alpine and then Sunoda, if he can pull off a good race. Uh,
1: Hopefully... It's Somewhat exciting. I think last year, Max engine gave out again. Um, so we'll see. Think s- or Actually, no, uh, Ferrari didn't get a 1-2 because Science, like, crashed last year in the opening lap. I don't know. Uh, yeah, definitely some interesting stuff can happen at this track. Um, we'll see. I saw Mac- Norris got in the top 10 both times in practice, so that at least gets my hopes up, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I no. know, I think the race, race will probably start at what, like 1am, so it's going to be a, probably won't be able to watch that one, we'll see.
0: Yeah, that was my grandma that just walked in. Uh, but, uh, anyway, yeah. Um, any closing thoughts or remarks? I don't have anything else.
2: No, yeah, I think I'm good, too. Mm, no, I don't
1: really got anything. Uh excited for qualifying I might stay up for that but uh should be a let's see battle for third is what I think we're all looking at
0: yeah and then I guess next Friday uh, we can do the same thing look at Australia and then there's not a race I think Baku's not till late Saturday April right yeah so it's gonna be a while so we can talk about, um we can just talk about Australia and then like our, and like the rest of the season and our expectations. Um And then, yeah, this episode has been like a little bit over 30 minutes. I feel like it was a good time though. Like we got everything in. So I think like this time amount, I mean, it can change, but I think it's pretty good. Uh. So I guess
1: Yeah, we can close it off. Uh good talking to you, Kenji. And we'll see you next time.
0: Yep, alright.